This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about a syndicated investment, what a syndicated investment deal is, what it means, and typically where you see it. So when you hear the word syndication, just think of someone raising money or raising investors' money to pull them together to buy a bigger investment deal. So if you if you go and buy your own rental property or your own commercial property or whatever it is, say it's a million-dollar property, if you have $250,000 to put down into that deal, you could probably uh, get a loan on that. As long as you have enough down payment and the other the income and expense numbers make sense, you could probably get a loan and own 100% of that property. If you have $250,000 down, you could buy that million-dollar property. You'd have a $750,000 loan, but you would own 100% of that property yourself. Let's say in a similar regard, you're, you're still looking for rental property, but you find a $10 million rental property that you want to buy. And you go, well, I've only got... $250,000, but I really want this, this $10 million property. So what could you do as an investor to be able to purchase that $10 million property, or at least be part of the purchase of that $10 million property? What you can do, and it's a, it's a, long, it's a long process, I'm going to just really simplify what this is, but I just want to illustrate that it is possible to do this. You could find nine other investors each with $250,000. So there's you with your $250,000. There's nine other investors. You each put in $250,000 into this deal. Now you have $2.5 million of down payment and you're going to go buy that $10 million property. So you, the way this would look is that you would likely form an LLC and this LLC would have you as the GP or the general partner or the manager of that property and then nine other investors, if they're not involved in the day-to-day -day or the acquisition or getting the bank loan, they're likely going to be LPs or limited partners. They're going to be more passive in this investment deal. But you found the deal. You're putting it together. You're pooling together the funds. If you're in charge, you're likely going to be the GP and the manager of it. So now if you've got this LLC, you guys will go. You could typically you could contribute money into this LLC and then that LLC will go out and get the loan. The money will go into the LLC from the investors and then the money will go out from the LLC to the bank or to the title company as part of the closing process. And then the bank will put in the other 7.5 million. So from you guys, the LLC where you're the GP, 2.5 million goes in from the LPs, the remaining goes in to get you up to the the $2.5 million total. That goes to the title company. The bank gives a $7.5 million loan, loan proceeds to the title company. And all of that $10 million would go to the seller of the property. And then you, you'll end up, your LLC will end up with, an, with the ownership of that property. The LLC itself will own 100% of that property. And the LLC itself will owe and be liable for paying back that loan and really, this is where it can, this can get really flexible on what your percentage of ownership is. If, if uh, you could determine that you 
um, come up with your ownership percentage based on the amount of money that was put into it. So you each put in 10% of the down payment. You might come up with that each of you uh, have 10% of the ownership. As a GP, as a manager of the LLC, we typically see that there is some additional ownership pushed up to the GPs that is separate from the amount of money they put in, almost like a, a, a bonus or, or additional ownership just for putting the deal together. We've seen it from 5% five, 5%. We've seen it up to 50%. Let's just say, let's say it was 10% might be the more common way to do it, where you could get an additional 10% of ownership, not even counting what you put in. So you might get to a point where you've got 20% of the ownership and then those nine other LPs, they split the remaining 80% nine different ways. Or you could also be a GP and an LP of your own deal. So maybe you still split that 80% eight different ways. So you have 10% as a, not eight ways, 10 ways. Uh, so you've got say 10%, the bonus for being a GP. You could also, because you put money in, you put in 10% of the LP money. You got 10% as the LP or as the GP. And then the LPs split that 90%, they split that 10 ways. So you'd get an extra 9% because of the money that you put in as an LP. So you could end up with 19% of this deal. 10% was for your sweat equity. The 9% was because of your down payment. So that's, it, it can get a lot more complicated. The, we, that's, we get uh, attorneys involved when you're writing up these agreements. You don't want to be out raising funds from people and pooling people's funds together without following the correct steps. You might need to get the SEC involved. There's very specific registrations there. You've got to have your operating agreement in place. You'll hear about uh, PPMs. It's a private placement memorandum. You've got to have that written up, written up. I do recommend to use attorneys specifically for those steps and attorneys that are experienced in setting up the, the legal documentation for that. You don't want to, you don't want to mess that up. You don't want to, even if you're not, even if you're honest and you're not planning to steal money from people, you still need to, it is a requirement. You need to set that up correctly to protect yourself protect the investors and to have a, a positive experience for all of you and to typically have a good investment. So make sure you follow the steps, but that is a syndicated deal. Remember it's, it's a deal where you're pooling funds together. It doesn't need to be you. Of course, you might be just on the LP end. There's a lot of these funds out there, syndicated investment deals, and they are syndicated. And if you are an LP and you're, they're raising funds, just, just be aware of that whole process and I'd, I'd look closely into those PPMs if you're just on the investor side. Look at the PPMs, the operating agreements, really understand what the managers are getting. I think a lot of managers are really good and they deserve what they're getting, um, like as far as their additional ownership percentage or preferred returns. But make sure you understand what those amounts are because you want to know if you're getting into a deal where the, if the manager's taking 80% of the ownership, or leaving all the liability to you or just whatever. There's there's so many different variations and, and things that could be thrown into the operating agreements, but probably have your attorney review it, or if you're experienced with it, you might be able to spot some of those, but get educated and know your opportunities there because there are a lot of opportunities to pool money together and get these bigger deals, but just understand your risks and make sure you follow the steps. 
Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com. Oh,